0: Welcome to Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good evening, and welcome to the Marie Cherry Show. I am Marie Cherry, and this hour we'll be talking about energy medicine, my favorite subject in the entire planet. Um, If you ever want more information um, about the show or about me or to join our free newsletter, I send out a quarterly newsletter um, four times a year. In fact, um, one just went out last week, so it's fresh and alive on my website at www.energyintuitive.com. And again, the newsletter is free, so you can just register online. And there's a whole article on the aura, and it's divided into fields, and so I talk about what the fields look like to me, what they represent. And next quarter, when the next newsletter comes out, I'm going to talk in further detail about the fields and the chakra system and kind of make this web of information available to people. I I find the information about the aura and energy medicine very helpful for individuals in every area of their life. So welcome to the show. I hope you enjoyed, it. And as always, I appreciate your feedback. You can write into the website and let us know what you think about the show. And we love ideas. Um, several of the shows have been written in by people who listen to the program, and I've really appreciated the information. It's been very helpful. Tonight we're talking about what is integrity and the authentic self. Kind of a complicated subject and actually a little bit provocative because people tend to think that authenticity is only about individuals who perhaps are dishonest or maybe cheat, lie, criminals, you know, people who do things that are against social norms. And certainly that is a part of authenticity. But what's actually more important, because creation really doesn't judge what we do, um, we are all equally loved and cherished and adored. What's really important about authenticity is the relationship we have with ourselves. And the more authentic we are with ourselves, our own being, then we tend to be more honest, uh, more reliable, um, more generous. And doing things that are not within the realm of what we really want to do in the world, that can be something very unauthentic. An example would be myself. For two decades, I cooked a lot of Middle Eastern food. My um, ex-husband is Middle Eastern, and I learned how to cook Persian food. It's very delicious, by the way. But I finally realized at the end of the marriage that I really don't like to cook, and I cooked for two decades. It's a really long period of time. And Middle Eastern food is complicated. You have to go to specialty stores, you have to prepare food before you cook it, then you have to cook it all up. And I mean, it's a lot of work. And so that's not a very authentic thing to do is to do things, particularly for very long periods of time, that actually are not singing to your heart. That's an unauthentic thing to do. It's a waste of energy. And the funny thing about it is my ex-husband is a fantastic cook. And his new wife makes him cook. So I think when we're more authentic with ourselves, then things follow or fall into order. They, they fall into areas that are actually healthier for everyone involved. So that's what we're talking about tonight. We already have people on the phone lines. I, I first want to put out a shout to, um, uh, my friend Janet is in the soundproof Booth answering the phone, so say hi to Janet. And also, I would love to thank everyone in the Seattle area who came to the class last night. Uh, We talked about manifesting our goals and desires, and it was a really interesting class. Um, I, I would say that some people were having some struggles about the idea. And so it was really fun to get down to some nitty-gritty and offer some um, what I hope were helpful tools. So as always, thank you for coming to the class. And for those of you that don't live in Washington, um, as I begin to kind of stretch out into the rest of the United States, little by little, now that my youngest daughter is now in college, um, I hope to meet you and hope to see you in classes, or maybe you'll fly to Seattle and attend a class here. So Tom, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines?
1: Okay, we've got Peter calling from Connecticut.
0: Hi, Peter. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Great. What can I do for you tonight?
2: Oh, thanks for taking the call. Um, Sure. In the uh, beginning part of the summer, I got a physical because I felt like I should. It had been about four years, and uh, the doctor said I was very healthy, but that uh, he said I had high blood pressure, Mm -hmm. and um, I had several nurses who are friends who've taken my blood pressure, and I bought a little thick cuff, and uh, he's the only one who gets the high blood pressure reading, and... You know, I've changed my diet, i a st- uh, low-sodium diet, I've stopped drinking coffee, and I'm exercising more, I lost some weight. I'm doing all these things, but I just wanted to see if you saw anything, because I kind of don't believe I have high blood
0: pressure. <laughs> well, do you get nervous when you go into the office? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and, and that is kind of typical. Sometimes people get nervous, and their physicians worry, 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 because their blood pressure seems, you know, above average or off the charts while they're in uh, the physician's office. Right. What it, what it feels like to me is that when you do get anxious, your blood pressure increases. So circulation overall is an area that perhaps um, energetically is weaker for you because it can be labile at times. And when you're calm and relaxed and surrounded by people who um, don't make you nervous, you get great blood pressures, right? right. So uh, I do think that the circulatory system is having somewhat of an issue, but luckily it's still mild. That's what I would call as mild. And so circulation energetically is about receiving. It's about taking in. And we talked about this a little bit last week um, on the air. We were talking about money. Um, But physiologically, when we look at receptivity, we're looking at vascular movement, aortic movement. You know, we're looking at blood moving through the body and all these pressure chambers that they have to go through. Even the veins have valves in them that help pull the blood back up to the heart and the lungs, right? So I think it would be very important for you to learn how to receive, how to really let people help you, and I would actually ask that you do some tapping on your heart chakra. So the heart chakra is in the center of the chest. If you could use your dominant hand and use maybe two or three fingers and tap lightly on the sternum, this will calm you down when you feel anxious. Okay. And, th- and then before you go into your next uh, physician's office, um, next visit, I would do the tapping and visualize yourself like the day before and then all up leading, at least the day before and then leading up to the visit is that he's going to give you a great you know, a great result on your blood pressure. And I'm actually not a fan of low sodium diet, quite frankly. Really? Yeah. And a lot of holistic practitioners are not naturopaths and, and acupuncturists. Um, here's what I would recommend. There's a wonderful cardiologist who has a lot of knowledge about naturopathic medicine. And he has a website, his name's is Steven Sinatra. And um, he has a lot of articles and information about health and healing. And so I would Google him because I would imagine it's Stevensonato.com, but I don't know for sure. Okay. Google his name and see what he has to write about. You can also write into his website. But um, the whole sodium thing, because then, then you're working on your electrolytes and creating uncomfortable things. Sodium is actually a healthy thing for us. As long as we eat healthy diets, we mm-hmm. need to have Um, sodium in our body. So there's a whole lot of disclaimers, in my opinion, when it comes to cardiac health, even regarding certain levels of cholesterol. One of the things that's really not great for our circulatory system is sugar and creates a lot of imbalances in the cholesterol and sodium levels. So we're better off reducing our sugar um, rather than going on a low sodium diet, especially since it's not working according to your physician anyway. Right. So, right. Um, but I would certainly get on to Dr. Sinatra's website because okay. he's a wonderful man. I met him once and he's just fabulous and very, very knowledgeable. Um, do you have any other questions?
2: Nope. That was okay.
0: it. Okay. Um, one more thing you can do besides the tapping, the second part of the heart chakra exercise is to visualize energy moving in between the shoulder blades. So when anyone compliments you or says, thank you, have a nice day, if you could visualize or feel creatively, somehow sense energy moving into your back, that will also help in the the receiving aspect, which should help lower your blood pressure. Okay. Okay? Great. Thank you so much for calling in. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Sure. Bye-bye. So we are live here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we're going to go ahead and go on to our next caller. Who do we have, Tom?
1: We've got uh, Kim calling from Seattle.
0: Great. Hi, Kim. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? Excellent. How are you doing? I am great. What can Good. I do, what can I do for you tonight? Um, I have two questions. the The pressing
3: issue for me has to do with um, dharma and housing, mm-hmm. and being more authentic in both those areas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been doing a lot of work in that area uh, intensively since February. And the season's about to change, and I'm sensing that I'm getting closer, but I am not sure um, if I'm stuck or if things are
0: progressing. So I guess the question would be, am I on track? And you're speaking about housing in particular?
3: Uh, Housing and also uh, my dharma in terms of, uh, you know, where do do I live in -hmm. terms of, uh, to best do the work that I feel like I'm being called to do, mm-hmm. as well as finding the Dharma will help um, financially be able to support the housing. So they're sort of, for me, they're sort of interlinked.
0: Well, the how the way I look at it is that for you, in terms of doing the work that you want to do, is that you need to be in a peaceful surrounding, you know, so being in, in too much of an urban area with a lot of traffic or activity isn't going to be the best situation for you. And when I look in terms of the financial aspect, it's, again, we're back to what I just talked about with the first caller with Peter is this whole act of receiving, because you're actually kind of hard on yourself. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so when you're hard on yourself and you have these high expectations, you're you're almost like saying, well, I can only get a certain amount of money until I have this skill or this ability, and then I can, <laughs> you know, raise my rates or yada, 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 <laughs> Okay, so I guess you do know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And so that's a perception, a rather limited perception. And that is the aspect of being out of integrity with oneself because you're valuable. First and foremost, everyone is valuable. Everyone is gifted and talented. And the the individual needs to feel that way about themselves because that's true authentic self-awareness. And and so that's what I would work on, although I would prefer that you not live in urban areas. And it's funny Mm because I I dropped my daughter off at um, the university today and, you know, helped move her into the dorm. And when I'm talking to you, I feel like I'm back on the av again. And it was a little bit, you know, I don't know where you live, but it was a little bit crazy. You know, I was like, wow, okay, this is a little overwhelming for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you need to be in peaceful um, surroundings because it helps you calm down and connect to nature, which allows you to be fed energetically. But the whole thing about the resources, it's just you believing that you're valuable. You're good enough just the way you are. And if you gain more skills, which I only anticipate than you will, um, I, I hope that you increase your prices annually anyway, you know, and, and because the cost of living increases and it's normal for people to increase their fees and that these natural skills and talents will continue to build as you also have more self-integrity about your worth. The, it's almost like the talent increases as we believe that we're more valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that the talent comes and then we think we're good. No, you need to feel good about yourself first. And then you will notice more unique aspects of yourself,
3: right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, that part I have. It's just that what I'm doing to make a living doesn't feel—it's uh, not my passion. It doesn't feel uh, in in line with my own philosophies. So what do I would you like to get into? energy healing Absolutely. right now
0: well that's funny because that's actually how i see you i see you as an energy yeah. worker and so yeah so i basically said you already have enough talent get to work and and go ahead and, and charge a fair fee you know don't start off at 20 dollars an hour or 30 or 40 you know start at you know look around the area in terms of what other energy workers charge or reiki masters and and start at that rate, and then you're going to continue to increase from that. And, and so what I would recommend that you do, once again, is that you believe that you're valuable, that you already have the skills necessary. That will actually mm-hmm. bring more of a skill set versus waiting. I see people waiting and waiting and waiting for this, waiting for that, waiting for this. And right. it's really the self-reliance, the self-belief in ourself. That's what helps us to actuate and live the true self that we are. Hmm. Okay. So that's your work. Yeah. Okay okay so maybe you're going to run around the house and say wow i'm such an amazing energy worker
3: (laughs) oh i do that anyway (laughs) good
0: good i'm glad
3: i should know other people would know that
0: well (laughs) once you start to do your work they're going to assess that they're going to understand that but you but you have to get to work first right okay
3: i have one other quick question for you if that was sure um uh is there anyone who's crossed over that that's around me
0: uh, uh, trying to sort of kind of guide me along? Well, um, I, it, the funny thing is that your spirit guides have... And this is just my metaphor of understanding your spirit guides is they, they're a little bit frustrated with you and they're really not. It's just, they're showing me these pictures to help me describe something that they're experiencing with you because they they feel that they're really good at communicating with you. You're actually good at hearing it at least the first time. And then you change the story, you know, like they'll tell you, yeah, go ahead. That'd be great. And you get kind of excited and you start to venture out in the world doing what you want to do, what you believe is part of your passion. And then you retract and you pull back and you reevaluate and you, you know, you Dismiss what you originally heard. Um, I don't. I'm not sure again where you live, but there's actually an area right behind your house or you know the building that you live in that's very active with many people on the other side. It's almost like a vortex, like um, a train station, if you will, like the Harry Potter movie, um, where there's another dimension and there's beings crossing back and forth. And, but it's not in the house. It's in the building behind, you know, the, the building that you live in or the home that you live in. It's behind it, which is nice. It's outside. So there's a lot of activity that you could be sensing or feeling. But your guides are telling you, please don't stop the momentum, which you tend to do, and continue on moving you know, through whatever discomfort you may feel, but keep moving on in the direction that they've guided you towards.
3: Hmm. Very interesting. Okay.
0: Thank okay, you so you're much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. You too. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. So, tonight we're talking about the authentic self. It's about self integrity. It's about really listening to what your heart says and following forward in your life in that direction. It can be challenging, it feels impossible sometimes, but that's what authenticity is all about. It's not about listening to what society says or the silly questions that we have in the back of our mind that are, you know, kind of drenched in common sense. Uh, It's really about the the compulsion of passion and joy. So, Tom, why don't we continue on the phone lines?
1: Okay, we've got Michelle calling in from Kirkland.
0: Hi, Michelle. Hi, Marie. How are you?
4: I'm awesome, thank you.
0: Oh, great. I love to hear that. What can I do for you tonight?
4: Well, I I think... You know, I was—I had a reading with you, a personal session with you, uh, uh, about a little over a week ago, mm-hmm. and my life has taken just such a major positive shift. It's unbelievable.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. That's wonderful.
4: I know. So that was one piece why I called in to thank you because whatever—I don't know. I'm not even actually quite sure what happened. <laughs> right. It's hard to articulate that, but I think kind of like when I started listening it to today's show, I think I'm tapping into my authentic self.
0: It sounds like it. I mean, look at how happy you are. It's a high energy experience when we're in authenticity. You know, we, right. we tend to pull back from our authentic selves because we don't believe in ourselves and we want to fit in and we don't want to be out out of an ordinary context. But right. really living your authentic self isn't like that. It's about being different and genuine and, and truly feeling excited about life. Right. Correct.
4: I yeah. haven't been able to figure, like, okay, what exactly is going on? It's, just, it's an overall thing. Like, I'm trying to put a, a, a meaning into it or a moment into it, or and I can't. Well, and I, you know,
0: well, you, here's what I. How about you just enjoy it instead of trying to analyze it? Because, <laughs> yeah, again, a- authenticity isn't about analy- analyzing anything. It's really about, well, this is how I feel. This is what I'm experiencing. This is where I am. It's like a, it's like being present with oneself. Right. Right. Yes. Right. And yes. and so what is your question or do you have one tonight?
4: Well, I didn't I, I was just I didn't know if there was anything that you read I can read in me right now that yeah. I I guess maybe we're both confirming what there really isn't anything I need to, to well,
0: do. I love the happiness that you're feeling. I think it's absolutely fantastic and I would take this time with the high high energy that you're feeling to spend time thinking positively about what you really want in your life because you've got this expanded energy around you which helps to move through co-creation a lot faster right the higher your energy is the more you can hold it with intensity the the intensity that you have that's not blocking it's so free-flowing around you while you also think about what it is that you want you're pulling it so much closer to you very quickly very fast so that's what i would do you know even just a few minutes every day just spending time like really feeling what you would love to have in your life
4: Ah, oh, that's a good. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Perfect. And I'm so glad you enjoyed the session last week. Me too. Great. All right. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Bye-bye. So why don't we continue on with the phone lines? Who do we have, Tom?
1: Okay, we've got Amy Roberts on the
0: line. Ah, hi, Amy. Hey, Marie. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? I am terrific. Thank you. Good. Amy is a tarot reader, Amy mm-hmm. Roberts, and she will actually be in the studio on October 30th to do tarot readings for people in celebration of Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm really excited about that. So what can we do for you tonight? Well,
5: um, I love this subject. I -hmm. really do. And I'm wondering how it looks to you um, in the chakras, and the energy system of a person when they're out of alignment and then when they're in alignment with their authentic
0: self. That's such a great question. I think a big part of authenticity has a lot to do with the solar plexus and self-love and self-appreciation. It also has a strong connection to the seventh chakra and the seventh layer of the field, which is where we individuate, where we individualize. That's what the uh-huh. seventh layer of the field's all about. Um, it, it's a feeling inside. It's like whatever you're doing, whatever you're experiencing... There is very little that's going against your belief system. I th- right. One thing that kind of was coming to my mind when I was even speaking to our last callers, when I worked in the hospital, and I loved being a nurse. I mean, I love packing wounds and putting in IV, you know, catheters. and I loved the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I really did. But the part that I was out of authenticity with with myself is that I'm really a strong believer in holistic medicine. And yet I was helping to infuse some of the strongest chemicals we have in modern medicine into people's bodies. And although I don't know what I would do if I were to have a serious health issue, I I have a pretty good idea what I would do. I don't know for sure what I would do. But nevertheless, I didn't have a serious health issue, and I really have a strong belief in using as much natural medication as we possibly can and to continue to use those medications to even counter-effect negative ones rather than more negative medicine to create even more side effects from the negative medicine we already put in the body. And so that's where I was out of authenticity with myself. I could feel it. As soon as I got off the elevator on the floor, I could feel almost like this weight kind of coming across my tummy. You know, like, are you sure this is where you want to be? And right. I could have easily dismissed that and said, yeah, this is where I want to be. This is how I'm making my income. This is a, it's a wonderful pr- profession to be a nurse. It's wonderful to help people. But it still wasn't, I wasn't drenched in my authenticity. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, like you need to quit one of your day jobs (laughs) like right away yeah and do the other one (laughs) right right yeah, because you can already feel when you walk into one of your day jobs you can feel that you don't want to be there that's true yeah and so that's authentic the feeling that you don't want to be there and that's really creation speaking through you wanting you to be creative and and to just burst out of this limited parameter that you've put around you that says you have to do this in order to survive because it's a very limited thinking. It's not a creative way of thinking because creation wants us to explode in happiness and desires and passion. Right. So then, right. I
5: just keep waiting for my vacuum cleaner to die as a, <laughs> as a sign that I should give up cleaning.
0: And, and notice what we're saying again, Waiting. You know, yeah, like yeah. some people just wait, 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 but that's not what creation is about. Creation is not about waiting. Cre- creation is about moving forward and bursts of energy and excitement right. and having faith that right. it's all yes. going to work out better than we could possibly imagine, which is what happens when we align to our authenticity.
5: Right. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm excited for the fall. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll be at East West Bookshop.
5: Yes. October 5th. Um, It's a Sunday. Um, It's a workshop on um, developing a daily tarot practice. So, um, you know, a way to read your cards every day, uh, do a tarot journal so you can see your progress, you can see the patterns um, that keep reoccurring in your life. Um, It's a great, it's really a great tool, a spiritual tool and a personal empowerment tool. Um, So I'm going to be doing that from 3 to 4.30 on October 5th. That's a Sunday. And then following that that week I'm gonna be at East West Books doing readings on Tuesday and the following Saturday. And I don't know the times of that, but I know it's I'm on their website. And so, th- so- very excited!
0: About oh, we're that. so excited! You're going to be there too. And for those of you that live in the Seattle area, I'll be at the East West Bookshop as well tomorrow night between seven thirty and nine thirty. And so, to register for those their classes, you want to call them. So my website won't do registration, and and also for Amy, and the phone number is 206-523-3726. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for calling in.
5: Oh, thank you, Marie. It's great to talk with it's you. It's
0: wonderful, and that was a great question.
5: Yeah, because uh, it's. It's a great topic and I just great. love to know more about it.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much and we will okay. be right back with the Marie Manucherry Show.
1: The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation.
0: It's here, an evening with Marie Manucherry and friends. Every month on the third Wednesday, this two-hour class promises to inspire you and surround you with like-minded people. Come explore topics like manifest your goals and desires, meet your spirit guides, embrace your intuition, bridging worlds, and balance your human energy system. This Wednesday evening class is held in Seattle from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., the third Wednesday of every month, January through October. Classes will be held at the Residence in Marriott, Lake Union, 800 Fairview Avenue North in Seattle. Parking is free on the street, near the hotel, or in the garage. Just pull up to the hotel and ask the front desk for a parking key. For more information, visit my website at www.energyintuitive.com or call the office at 425-825-5671. See you there. There's nothing else like it on the dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hello and welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live in Seattle and we are talking about the authentic self. We're talking about self-integrity and the authentic self. And a lot of people get confused about this. This is A lot of people think that being authentic is about doing what we think is right. And what we think is right isn't necessarily what drives us impulsively towards our creative source. That's very important. You know, if you feel like sk- skipping work and sorry to your boss and you would prefer to go run the meadow for the day, I would highly recommend it because there's probably some creative information you're going to get in that moment that will help drive you towards your future in a more authentic way, rather than sitting in a chair in a little cubicle, bored to death, you know, spinning around pencils all day long, wishing that you weren't sitting in the chair. That's a waste of energy. Tom, I think you're a really authentic person. You do the things that you really want to do. Yes. I just love that about you. Well, you
1: know. Why waste time doing stuff you don't want to do?
0: <laughs> well, that's what I, I mean, I think. Really, <laughs> I
1: mean, that's it. Man, I'm just selfish with my time, I guess.
0: And i i I think that's an interesting what you just said that you you feel like it may be selfish with your time, but I really don't think it's selfish. I think it's. Um, it robs ourself when we do things that drain us of energy. Yeah. Right? Cause oh, that's very true. It's all about co-creative energy and allowing that ex- energy to explode in a way and allow for our mind to develop in new ways of thinking. And how can we self-discover if we're doing things that don't make us happy?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: It's very limiting. So, yes, I really enjoy that part of you. I know you love to make music. and you love this industry, and that's why you work in it. Yeah, it's
1: never boring.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines.
1: Okay, we've got Robin calling
0: all the way from Connecticut. Hi, Robin. Hello. How are you? Great. Great. What can I do for you tonight?
2: Um, Well, you may have already been talking about this. It's really an interesting subject. Um, But my question kind of was, I feel like everything in my life is, really good mm-hmm. um you know i had a lot of things i was working on and i'm like kind of taking care of those and i'm satisfied and i look around my life and i say you know things are good but i still feel kind of um, a little unfulfilled or unhappy or sad and i don't know if i just need to change my thinking <laughs> you know right like, sometimes i can just go wait a minute, just be in the moment, just appreciate this. Or I just wondered from with your vision. like Sure. Or even if
0: you looked at the chakras. Yeah, I'm scanning you right now. Me. <laughs> there is someone around you and I am scanning you right now. And I think your question is excellent. In fact, you're a really good representative of probably a lot of people who have been doing inner work. I agree with you. You've been doing inner work. You've been going inside. You've been staying as present as, as possible. And I think the sorrow that you're feeling is actually really quite authentic and you can't figure it out. It's like, what am I sad about then? You know, there's nothing really bad. But for what, whatever reason, you're still not quite connected to the deepest essence of you or deeper essences of you. I literally see energy leaking through the back of your neck, through the cervical vertebrae. And so that tells me that in some way you're not expressing yourself truthfully in terms of your own true feelings and then I notice a little bit of a disconnect that's the sorrow that you're feeling isn't from your second chakra to your emotions your personal emotions for your life and there's a little bit of disconnect from the second chakra and the, the fifth chakra so there's a place where you kind of want to just hold your sorrow or your pain to your own and not share and so then when people are asking you how are you you're saying fine rather than i'm kind of sad today you know and even if you don't know why it's perfectly fine to mention it if, if clients say to me how's your day generally i'm having a good day but when i'm not i authentically say well you know it's been a challenging day and and people always look at me a little shocked like they don't know what to say after that <laughs> they're expecting me to always be this happy you know individual but some days are challenging for everyone um, and i don't have an expectation that they fix it, but I'm going to say how I really feel. So I think that's going to help you move towards understanding what this sorrow is about. I do believe you have not quite embraced um, some of your deeper talents, whatever they may be. And I think they're actually quite fun. Here's a picture I'm getting, and then I'll describe the man that's standing near you. I'm getting a picture of you standing uh, I don't know if you're lecturing or you're being a comedian of some sort, but you're in front of some people and everyone is laughing their heads off. (laughs) Really, everyone is. And I also get this sense there is some shyness about you. So maybe my uh, description isn't like exciting. (laughs) But sometimes, many, many times, the parts of our authenticity, we don't really believe are a part of who we are. I used to be an incredibly shy person. And I can now talk in front of hundreds of people and enjoy every moment of it because I found something that I have passion about and I love to share it. So I think that there's something also very similar with you. So I would recommend you spend time in that sorrow and it's okay that you don't know what it is because part of it can be that when we're evolving more into that kind of busting into our passion experience, we need to grieve the past of who we used to think we were so that we become more of who we truly are. We become our authentic selves. So, And go ahead and tell people that you're sad if you feel sad when they ask you.
2: I guess, you know, I've just read for years about the power of your word, you know, yeah. always to speak positively. Right. So.
0: And, and that's very true. I think it's important to learn to be positive and to learn to be present and in the moment, because when you're in the moment, you, it's usually not a bad deal. But we do have many, many beliefs, and most of the beliefs that human beings have are negative. And so when we're not allowing ourselves the full expression of what we're feeling or experiencing, then we're not in authenticity. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad. And, and generally, when we feel those things, then they go away. But if we don't feel them, they stay trapped in our body. And, and then they can create some problems or havoc or neck pain or whatever happens to be going on. Uh, So there's a gentleman standing by you. His brown hair, it's rather straight. His eyes are probably more green or hazel, but they're lighter in color. They're not brown for me. He's probably, although I'm not great at height for some reason when I look at people on the other side, I would say he's around 5'10". So this isn't a super tall guy, but he's not really short. Medium height, perhaps. Um, And more of a slight build. He's got nice kind of carved out muscles is how I'm looking at him. Uh, He looks healthy to me in good shape, but when I look at his face, I can see some uh, wrinkles around his eyes and some creases near his cheekbones, so I'm going to guess that he's more closer to his 50s, perhaps in his late 40s or early 50s. He's wearing a brown V-neck long-sleeve sweater, and then he's wearing what looks like jeans to me or some casual pant. Does this sound like anyone that you know that's passed over? No. Hmm. Do you have any friends who've passed, or did you have an uncle that passed early or anything like that?
2: dad died at 65 with receding hairline and
0: Uh you know he always had a bit of a tummy (laughs) did he have brown hair um i
2: don't know it just kind of didn't feel
0: like him when you were when i was speaking him did, did your dad brush his hair down instead of back you know so that he had like some hair on his forehead No. Okay. Like a comb over. (laughs) Okay, so this would not be your dad because this guy has a full head of hair, although it's a little thin. It could be that that's just his normal hair, not that there's hair loss from pattern balding. Um, But he brushes it down forward on top of his forehead. Has have any of your, um, if your father or your mother had uncle um, brothers, have any of them passed away? No. Okay. Are you married? Yes. Um, Is your father-in-law living? Uh, I've never met him, no. Okay, it Has so he's passed? Yeah. Did he look like this gentleman? Um, I don't know, maybe. Mm. Wouldn't that be neat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Mean, I
2: think he was older.
0: Uh-huh. But like yeah. like how older?
2: When he died, like, maybe 80.
0: Mm, yeah, this guy does not look 80, that's for sure. And yeah. I see people close to the time of their passing. Mm. So, hmm... I'd love to know. (laughs) Well, here's what the deal is. He's giving me a thumbs up. So that means you are going to know who this person is. You know, maybe when you get off the phone or Aunt Bertha is going to call you or I don't know, something's going to happen and you're going to know who this person is. And I want to tell you why he's there, which is really, you know, of course, the most important aspect. But knowing who they are is the most fun, actually, for everyone involved. Um, He says that he's cheerleading you on. You know, he says you need more of a cheerleading squad that you tend to do everything on your own. And and no one can do it on their own. No one. In fact, he says you're also not very good at asking for help. So, you know, you have spirit guides and other beings on the other side, and it's important that you ask for help. Do you know how to do that?
2: I feel like I ask for help all the time. Okay. At least on the other side. I don't know that here.
0: (laughs) So how do you ask for help when you ask for it?
2: Oh, I just... I mean, I think like every day or most days.
0: Do you think it? Help. (laughs) Do you say it out loud? No, I think it. Okay. Please say it out loud because human beings' brains are usually full of 50 different things at one given moment. And the other side can't read. Is she talking about gas, grocery shopping? Did she say help? You know, they cannot really differentiate between all the requests and thoughts that we have all the time. So please speak it out loud and start asking the human beings around you. And you're going to figure out who this guy is. Wonderful. And then let me know. Email me and let me know who he is, because that would be great to know. That's really wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Good night. Good night. So we're going to continue on with those phone lines. Who do we have, Tom? We've
1: got uh, Lily on the line from Kent.
0: Hi, Lily. Hello? Hello. Hi. Oh,
6: I can barely hear you. (laughs)
0: Okay. How are you?
6: I'm fine. Let me see if I can hear you a little better. All right. Hold on a second here. Can you hear Te- me better?
0: I can hear you perfectly fine. Oh, yes.
6: Yeah. It's my end. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. Hi. Hi. I, so, I, I, I'm like some of the previous callers. One of the things is I have made changes in my, in my spiritual life, meaning my belief system, and I've become self employed. And it seems like I'm going on the right path. And then all of a sudden, things start
0: happening. You mean financially?
6: Financially, things start happening, and I also, with the clients, I've uh, been in business like a short time, I meet people who want high expectations from me, (laughs) and and I, you know, and and it becomes almost, and my energy starts to just, I get drained after a while.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what happens is you get scared, too. As soon as they start making their list of demands, you kind of freak out. Um, So first and foremost, that means when you have people that are arriving at your door who have high expectations, that means you also have high expectations of yourself. And you probably feel that you're never going to get through them all. And so you're going to attract people who are going to vocalize that to you because the universe wants you to figure that out and come to balance, number one. And here's my favorite prayer. I've been using it for years. um, But, you know, as everyone knows, um, I have a very busy uh, private practice. You know, I'm booked out months in advance. So I still say this prayer, but not as often as I used to. And the prayer is, may those who I can easily help find me. Oh, that's simple. <laughs> Isn't that simple? And, and it's important to have people that when they come to you, that the tools that you have and your abilities, that they can understand and use them well and wisely so that they can move forward in their life. And then they don't have to work so hard. You don't have to work so hard. And it's a win-win situation. Uh, but what I want you to look at most, first and foremost, is the expectation thing. You tend to have high expectations of yourself. Okay. And remember that when, you, when you're when you doing what you love, which I believe you are definitely closer to doing what you really love more than you ever have been in your life. So congratulations on that. Thank you. It's wonderful uh, that it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So w- after your client leaves, I, I want you to get really happy and, and say thank you to the room and thank you to creation and thank you to yourself. Move into that place of of appreciation and say thank you, everyone. I just had a wonderful, happy, positive experience with that person, and I enjoyed every moment of it. So start to set kind of a a framework or a placemat of what you really want to experience okay so
6: i'm I'm attracting these people.
0: oh yes, we attract everything into our lives, all of us do
6: okay okay <laughs> okay and then one question okay, and then spiritually i I changed my uh, spiritual beliefs and I still again I feel like I'm around people that when it, it there there's not a deepness, it's like we're not sharing oh you, it, you mean, know what I mean by that
0: do you mean your friends
6: the people yeah it's a spiritual group that I'm in and we come together and it's 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 ritual we just do ritual things and mm-hmm. there's no time for the human side
0: okay well then leave that group and go find another one just drop why not <laughs> Why not? That's what I do. I love what Oprah said. She said, uh, when she begins to become more of who she truly is, uh-huh. if the people around her can't see who she's becoming, she moves away from them. She creates new relationships with other people who can see who she's becoming. So absolutely drop them. Move on. T- t- tell them thank you. Wish you the best. And, and then wait for another group to come uh, available for you that will uh, actually meet your needs.
6: And I'm on the right path. So I am. On the oh, right- yeah. Oh, I Definitely.
0: Absolutely. So
6: just keep moving forward,
0: and and appreciate it, and have fun with it, and and try not to make it so hard. It's almost <laughs> like you're taking a test every day. Okay. I mean, clearly you've passed a fair amount of tests because you're doing what you love. Okay. So just enjoy it. It's not going to go away. Okay. It's only going to get better. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for All calling. Right. Bye bye. So we're going to continue on the phone lines.
1: Okay, we've got uh, Jessica on the line calling from Seattle.
0: Hi, Jessica how are you? I am great. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. What can I do for you tonight?
7: Um, basically, I was just calling in because um, I guess I've been going through a lot of just changes in my life. I mean, I'm moving, starting school, and I'm just dealing with circle of friends and been really stressed out lately. Uh huh. And um, that's been triggering a lot of like physical pain as well. And so right. I'm just wondering like if you have any something I could do to chick fat yeah. yoga is not working for me right
0: now. <laughs> Which is, is, is too bad because yoga is so good for you. Yeah, definitely. Cause you're very intense. You know, you're an intense person, you're complicated, your mind's going a mile a minute the majority of the time. And now you have all these added stressors that you don't necessarily have generally all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so what's happening is that there are over 3000 minor chakras in the physical body. And when the minor chakra, all chakras spin in a clockwise direction, hopefully. And then the minor <laughs> chakras are in subcutaneous tissue, muscles, joints, synovial fluid, ligaments and tendons they're part of the meridian line it's what acupuncturists work with primarily when when i see energy medicine in that way and so when you're super stressed your secondary chakras start shutting down and it causes pain in your body and it freaks you out because you're like oh my gosh and i've got pain here and pain there and blah 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 blah. i would say that right now you are not being authentic with yourself Mm -hmm. because you are doing way too much way too much i mean Mm -hmm. i mean you really are so what can you cut out because this is not this is not making your body happy. Uh huh. So what can you stop at this time in your life that you've got on your plate right now? What can you take off?
7: Mm-hmm. God, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Has to it, be something.
7: Yeah. No, there's definitely some things I'm just trying to figure out. I'm pretty sure, probably, it's got something to do with the people I surround myself with lately.
0: Uh, are like they the
7: majority of them?
0: Are they negative?
7: Um. In a very passive-aggressive tone, okay. that's the kind of thing that I'm feeling.
0: Okay. So that would be perfect. If you could stop socializing with those people, then I think you'll have the energy to finish all the other many, many projects you have going on. Mm-hmm. Right?
7: I guess, yeah, I guess the tricky thing for me is that, you know, these were people who I had assumed to be really good friends until, like, certain events as of recent. Yeah. And it's just kind of frustrating trying to figure out how exactly to let go of something like that.
0: You just walk away. I, yeah. So so here's the interesting thing. Truth always changes over time. At one moment, our truth was that this group of people or this church or our workplace were perfect for us. But, But as an individual, what we hope is that we continue to evolve and change because mm-hmm. truth changes over time. So you've evolved and the group of individuals that you've, you know, originally where we friends were, and it was all working out just fine. You were all in perfect harmony and match with each other. And it worked great. And it's no longer working. That is not a bad thing. That's a great thing. Good for you. But everybody looks at when they have to change, when they have to change a job or a relationship or move out of a house or stop doing a particular activity or a hobby, they look at it as a loss or that they mm-hmm. made a mistake or what's wrong with me. That's yeah. actually out of integrity with oneself it's normal to change it's normal to continue to evolve in fact change is not an option when it comes to evolution Mm -hmm. but yet so many people look at it as that they failed but i want you to look at that you progressed you've advanced you've moved Mm -hmm. into another classroom you're out of whatever class you were in together and you're going to the next classroom and and, Mm -hmm. and there isn't a classroom that's better or worse they're just different yeah here, here's an example. I'm going to talk about my girlfriend, Janet, who is an ultra runner. And she's probably run every race mm, around the country that anyone could run. And, mm-hmm. and I'm always trying to get her to not run too much. you know. And, and she has sat with me and said, you know, I love running. And I go, I know, but how many times have you run this particular race? And we laugh about it. But truly, when she stops doing too much, she gets to enjoy other parts of her life. And so sometimes many, many times human beings have a hard time of letting go of the things that brought us a lot of peace and joy and happiness in the past. And we think there's something wrong with us when it doesn't any longer or that that activity or those group of people aren't bringing us as much happiness as it used to. But the mm-hmm. truth of it is, it's normal to change. It's normal to n- learn new things. It's normal to have new people in our lives. It's normal to progress to a different type of job or live in a different home or have a different religious group to be to participate in. And it's not wrong. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It means really great things. You're mm-hmm. evolving. Interesting. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so authenticity is about change. Like today I moved my youngest child into college. You know, if if I were to say, honey, please don't go and keep her and lock her in her room and blah, 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 that would not be good for her future. She needs to change. She needs to venture out into the world and I need to change. So it's not a sad thing, you know, when people move on to different... perspectives of their life it's a celebration so celebrate that you're not going to let these people hold you down anymore because where they are and where you are now it's not gelling it's not Mm -hmm. bad it just is definitely so celebrate the times that you have spent together and celebrate the times you're going to have with other people in the future or whatever else you're going to create in your life Mm -hmm. do you see what i mean
7: yeah definitely
0: (laughs) okay that was an excellent question by the way
7: Awesome. Well, thank you
0: so much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. So tonight we're talking about authenticity, and we're talking about integrity with the authentic self. So whenever you're, you know, if you're listening to the show and and you have a pretty good idea of what integrity means, which means to be honest and to not cheat other people, just know that if you're an honest person who um, follows the law and parks in the right parking spot and pays your bills on time, if you're doing things in, in the world that don't make you happy, you are out of authenticity with yourself. So, you know, someone who perhaps is um, cheating on their taxes and someone who's going to a job that they hate, that is measured in creation as equal lack of integrity. Because the things that you do to yourself that are not within your highest good means that you are not being authentic. It means that you are immersed in fear, which means you're immersed in ego. And ego is fear, and it's very limiting. It holds human beings back. We come up with all these mm, kind of ridiculous scenarios that hold us in place, thinking that we have to do something. Otherwise, our family is going to fail, or you know, we won't be able to proceed in life, or maybe we'll get sick. And maybe your body is saying, I really want to go to Peru and visit shamans for three weeks. I think you need to follow what your body says, not that your family is saying, oh, but we can't afford for you to take three weeks off, and you need to go back to your cubicle and spin pencils around and try to find a way to be happy or go have a couple drinks after work because you're so depressed, Um, and then you get more depressed because alcohol is so depressant. That's not authentic. It's not authentic. Authenticity is to do the things that compulsively Push you towards passion and joy, the things that create great interest in you and mischief and intrigue. Like a child, children are a lot more aligned to their integrity if we allow them to be free. They're the ones that go out and make Kool Aid stands or lemonade stands. I find that to be one of the most joyful things I see in the summer. Kids on the sides of streets making Kool Aid, they've got dirt all over their face, who knows how many hands have been in the Kool Aid, and they're so excited, jumping up and down, or maybe they even have boxed cookies that they're selling with the kool-aid and they eagerly run up to your car when you pull over and they're smiling from ear to ear and they bring you this glass and their whole hand is covered with sugar (laughs) they are being authentic they are in joy they didn't think about if their hand should be in the kool-aid or how many people are going to buy the kool-aid or if their mom's going to get mad at them they just went ahead and did it so that's what i want you to do that's what authenticity is all about it's all about connecting to your joy so, Tom, what's the authentic thing that you want to do next in your life?
1: Uh, I don't know. I've been busy lately, though, so.
0: What does that mean?
1: Um, <laughs> well, I picked up a second job, so. Oh, you did? Yeah, Working oh. working a lot. Is it making days. you happy? Very much so. Oh,
0: good. Very, very much so. Okay, yeah. so that's part of your authenticity. Yeah. To be busy right now.
1: Yeah, definitely. There it is. I'm just taking it one day at a time right now. It's <laughs> just being... Stoked on a daily basis. <laughs> oh,
0: good, so. good. Well, I'm going to actually dance around my house. You know, I'm going to turn on go. the music really loud.
1: Yeah, because you got the house. I got the house to myself. On. It's yeah. going to be like the scene in Risky Business. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's
0: my plan is, you know, I'm just going to turn on all that 70s disco music in every room of the house, and I'm just going to dance. And no one's going no one to be able to laugh at me or anything. You
1: can laugh at yourself.
0: I can laugh at myself. Because you'll be having fun. I'll be having fun. <laughs> that's what it's all about.
1: See, that's... And, you know, if that's uh, being authentic, then there's no other way to do it, really.
0: Right. I and we absolutely right. Enjoy en- yourself. Enjoying right? ourselves. And when we are in our authenticity, human beings experience evolutionary impulses that on many levels um, allow us to um, move into uh, principles of unique human desire. Uh, That's very, very important. In in fact, a lot of people won't even understand what they desire if they're limiting themselves. So when you move into authenticity, these creative impulses manifest themselves, kind of even biologically. And when that happens, then you can have a more deeper awareness of what it is that you have a desire about. Because people are very unique, although... Many times you could look at the earth plane and look at human beings and we almost look like ants. You know, I'm, I'm looking out over at the freeway right now and there's a lot of cars coming by and people are going home from work and they're all going to go home and eat dinner and go to bed and wake up and go to work again. But when you allow yourself the mysterious compulsions of desire in your being, then you evolve. And in order to do that is you have to break those limiting patterns that tell you that you're not good enough, that you're wasting your time, that you're being silly. Please be silly. Please be immature, dance around the house, you know, turn on all the 70s music if you want to, but allow yourself to be alive and to recognize on a deep and profound creative level who you really are, because that's what authenticity is about. You won't miss anything. You're not going to feel like, oh my gosh, I just wasted the last 35 or 40 years of my life and I don't know who I am. And if you're in that place right now, which I think the majority of the population is, then please Think about what it is that brings you joy, and find ways to live them, even moments to live them. Yeah, that's what I do anyway. So we have a little bit more time here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. You know, we've got like three minutes and twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's
1: well, it's the uh, the part where we get to catch our breath. Yeah. <laughs> After constant phone calls, a barrage of, of phone right, calls all night.
0: Right. Exactly. And so, as everyone knows, tomorrow I'll be at East West Bookshop. I'll be talking about meeting your spirit guides. So, for those of you in the Seattle area, you want to call the East West Bookshop and register for the class. Um, we usually have a full house at East West, so registration is important. It's two zero six five two three three seven two six. I have. Always enjoy being here on the air on KKNW, and as I think everyone knows because I announced it last week, we are in the top five of the most popular radio show here on KKNW, and in the month of October when we're live, because I'll be traveling a few weeks in October, we're going to be giving away um, tickets to my Wednesday night classes and also CDs, so whether you live in Seattle or outside of the Seattle area, you have an opportunity to receive a free gift when you call in. So, I'm very excited about that. I'm looking forward to sharing uh, my generosity and my appreciation to the listening audience. So, I wish all of you a wonderful and happy evening. Um, I hope that you reach out and sing and swing from trees and dig in dirt and stop spinning your pencils in your cubicles and uh, maybe go out and race your car on a dirt road somewhere
1: yeah not on a city street <laughs>
0: You're right not you get on in trouble a city for that street. one <laughs> yeah you can get in trouble for that one although that is my little um my little glitch in life It's what i tend to do mm-hmm. is to drive, drive fast. fast yeah wow. mm-hmm.
1: i think that there should be a different class of driver's license for people <laughs> that can drive well but that's a completely hey i, I would go for so that different. one i would See?
0: definitely go for that it's one it's a good idea it's a great idea <laughs> So please go out and, and think about what makes you happy. And even if you think that that means you have to walk away from, like how I walked away from the job that I left, you will find another job that you love more. You'll find another hobby that sings to your heart. And you'll have these great creative impulses that surge you towards more of this evolutionary process of your divinity. And you deserve it. And the rest of the world deserves to see who you are so that we can celebrate that and learn more and evolve as a species. So be authentic, and I'll be back next week um, here in the studio, here in Washington Live. And as always, please call in. We love to hear from you and write into www.energyintuitive.com. Give us any insights you have on shows you'd like to hear or let us know how we're doing. Have a wonderful evening. Joyful blessings. on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW, Seattle, and KWJZ, 98.9 FM, Digital HD3, Seattle.
3: CNN Radio, I'm Paul Chambers. An emergency meeting tonight on Capitol Hill, the Bush administration is getting Congress involved in the financial meltdown on Wall Street. CNN's-